You are listening to Hit Play, Not Pause, a feisty menopause podcast for active, performance-minded women. I am your host, Celine Yeager. Each week, I bring you advice from athletes, scientists, researchers, and other experts to help you feel and perform your best, no matter what your hormones are doing. This show is a production of Live Feisty Media. Hello, strong, feisty women. So I have a long-standing aversion to exercise machines. Treadmills, exercise bikes, even my own bike on a trainer. I just can't find the joy. So when my partner in feisty menopause crime, Catherine Taylor, suggested this week's guest for a show, I was like, eh, I'm not so sure. Because this week's guest, Sarah Furman, really loves the rowing machine. I mean, like competes in 24-hour rowing events, loves it. But despite my own view as the rowing machine as a torture device, I decided to be open-minded and dig a little deeper. And I read more about Sarah and why she loves the rowing machine so much and all the benefits it has for women in our demographic. And I was sold on sitting down for a chat. I was up front. I told Sarah, I enjoyed the rowing machine about as much as I did the dentist chair. And after last week's show, you know how much I love that. But she promised me she could change my mind. You'll have to keep listening to see if she did. Sarah is the CEO of You Can Row Too, which provides rowing workouts, training programs, and certification to exercisers and fitness professionals worldwide. She is the author of the best-selling 101 Best Rowing Workouts, and she is passionate about creating a world of inclusive fitness where all bodies and all ages are welcome and every meter matters. In addition to being a certified rowing instructor, she holds certifications with the Functional Aging Institute and Precision Nutrition. You can find her on Instagram at you can row two. That's letter U can row number two. I'll put a link to that in the show notes along with her blog post, 10 Ways to Kill 10K. that has a lot of fun ways to mix it up on the rowing machine. Okay, before we get to it, Super quick reminder that you can find us at Feisty Menopause on Instagram and Facebook. We have the private Hit Play Not Pause Facebook group, which is now approaching 10,000 women strong, that you can come in and join the conversation. If you have ideas for shows, hit me up at hitplaynotpause at livefeisty.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the hearts, the five-star ratings, and the positive reviews. If you like the show, kindly subscribe and share it with your friends and on your socials. It helps us to keep growing and for me to keep bringing you great guests. I'd like to take a quick moment to give extra thanks to our podcast sponsor, Bonafide, for their continued support. I've been seeing some really positive comments in our community, including one recently from a woman who decided to track her hot flashes and night sweats for two weeks after starting their product, Relizin, which is designed to relieve hot flashes and night sweats. And though Bonafide says it may take up to two months to see results, she was enjoying a marked decrease after just 14 days and said that her night sweats dropped by half, going from four to six a night to two to three, and they were not so bad that they were really waking her up now. That's awesome. So thanks again for sponsoring the show. Speaking of sponsors, enough of me. Let's have a few words about our awesome sponsors and get on with this week's show. Good sleep. 
The one thing that sets you up for a great workout and a good day is quality sleep. We talk about it all the time here on the show, which is why I'm stoked to have Lagoon Sleep as a new sponsor. Because one of the most overlooked tools in a great sleep toolbox is the thing you literally rest your head on eight hours a night, your pillow. A quality pillow is everything. Otherwise, you end up tossing, turning, punching, and folding your pillow, waking up with neck pain, and all the stuff that happens when your pillow doesn't meet your personal comfort needs. Say hello to the most comfortable sleep you've ever had with Lagoon. They start you out with a two-minute personalized pillow quiz and then pair you with your perfect pillow. I got the Otter, a cooling adjustable pillow that is perfect for side sleepers who run warm at night like I do. It is a dream. It's fully adjustable, so I was able to get the perfect loft and support and the cooling feature is everything. As someone who turned into a furnace every evening before menopause, I appreciate that the otter is stuffed with shredded gel-infused memory foam, which instead of trapping heat from my neck and head, draws it away and dissipates it. It's truly delightful. I'm a good sleeper, and otter has taken it to the next level with both support and cooling. Put my head down, good night, Irene. My aura ring confirms what little tossing and turning I was doing is gone. The beauty of the pillow quiz is you can get the perfect pillow that you need to and make your sleep the best sleep you can have. Go to lagoonsleep.com slash hit play and take the two minute quiz to find your perfect match and then use the code hit play all caps one word for 15% off your first purchase. Sweet dreams. As a lifelong runner and cyclist, I am stoked to announce that Tifosi Optics has come on as a podcast sponsor. The beauty of Tifosi sports glasses is that they hit all the marks. They are shatterproof polycarbonate, so the lenses not only reduce glare, but also offer scratch resistance and complete eye protection. They stay put. They have little hydrophilic rubber nose pads that actually get more grippy the more you sweat, so they stay secure and don't slide down your face even when you're running in sauna-like conditions. No matter what sport you do, they have a shade for your activity, including tennis, fishing, pickleball, running, cycling, and just hanging out at the beach. And they are super reasonably well-priced, which is very hard to find in a sea of overpriced eyewear. And they just look freaking rad. So head on over to tifosioptics.com and use the code FM, capital F, and capital M, like Feisty Menopause, number 20, FM20, to get 20% off your order today. I'll put a clickable link in the show notes to make it a snap. Musculoskeletal health is everything during menopause. Everyone knows how much I love Joint Health Plus from Prevenex, which has helped me get back to distance running after arthritic toes stopped me in my tracks. Now they have a product that has become my go-to for muscle strength and recovery, Muscle Health Plus. Muscle Health Plus contains all the key ingredients we talk about on this show, like creatine monohydrate, essential amino acids, and branched-chain amino acids, plus even more cutting-edge ingredients like HMB and estrogen that are scientifically shown to increase muscle growth, recovery, and strength. I use it every day during my early morning lifting sessions, and there's no question that it helps my power during those workouts and my recovery after. Plus, I love having everything I need from the best high-quality ingredients in one reasonably priced shake. I've also heard from fellow users who have had bloating or GI upset in the past from creatine that haven't had any of that with Muscle Health Plus. I make my shake with almond milk and espresso, but it's also good with ice-cold water, which makes the flavor really pop. 
As always, you can get 15% off your first order with the code HIPPLAY, all caps, one word, at Previnex.com. That's HIPPLAY, all caps, one word, at Previnex.com. Do your muscles a favor and head on over and get some today. For decades, running shoes have been researched, tested, and designed for men. Brands have relied on the shrink it and pink it approach to sell male shoes to female customers. That's why we are stoked to be working with Hedda's. Hedda's designs athletic footwear for women that elevates performance, safety, and style. Hedda's has unlocked the science behind women's biomechanics through dedicated research and creates better shoes for women's performance. Some of Hedda's special features include a lower ankle collar to reduce rubbing on women's ankle bones, a breathable mesh toe box to allow for ventilation and accommodate female toe shape, a more narrow and reductive heel cup to reduce heel slippage and take pressure off the Achilles, a rounded instep that creates a snug fit through the middle to match the curvature of a woman's foot, and supercritical foam and a PBEX plate in the midsole to keep our legs going when the going gets tough. Hedda's has three shoe models designed for different sessions, the Alma Cruise for your long runs, the Alma Tempo for training days, and the Alma Speed for pushing the pace. I've been running in the Alma Tempos, and they are a pleasure to train in. You can get your own pair of Hedda's at Hedda's.com and use the code FEISTY20, that's all caps, FEISTY20, for 20% off. Check it out today. We'll put a clickable link in the show notes to make it a snap. Okay. Well, Sarah, we have a lot to talk about today in the in we the world. Do. Of, we do. <laughs> we do in the world of rowing. It's uh, a big topic. It it's an it's an interesting one and and we'll dive into all of that. <laughs> all of that in my relationship with it. All of that as we go into the show, but First, like, let's set a little bit of a stage. I'm interested in your background because I read that you weren't necessarily, and like so many people say this, and I wonder if it's true. You're like, I wasn't necessarily a quote unquote athlete. Uh, no. You say no, but you, it seems like you have, though, always been athletic. Is that wrong? Like you played sports and you liked aerobic exercise. Like what's, what's the evolution here? Uh Yes and no. So I have to say that when I was in like, you know, elementary school and, you know, like middle school and all that stuff, I hated the president's physical fitness stuff. (laughs) I mean, if I could have taken a thermometer, if I could have taken a match to a thermometer on the day we had the mile run and faked a fever, I swear to God, I would have done it because I just hated that thing. You know, it was so demoralizing. Mm I, I have discovered later in life how I'm athletic, but I was mm-hmm. never like, I, I, I was born right. without fast twitch fibers. I am not a fast runner. I'm not fast at anything. I'm a really good endurance athlete. Um, but I just, you know, so I hated it in school. I felt like I was coming, you know, I was coming in last and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, that's the feels so great, right? When everyone's standing on the sidelines oh, watching yeah. you. <laughs> oh yeah. When you're it's just so good like, for okay. your morale. Can that I go makes find you a rock to, to crawl under because this is horrible? <laughs> yeah. So I sort of, you know, I sort of came up with that. But then when I got uh, farther along into school, we played field hockey and I really liked I that. I love field and, hockey. You know, I, oh, it's amazing. I love it. But like my school was really great. So I was never good enough to make the team. Um, but, you know, stuck with it, whatever. And then when I got into college where things really changed for me was, was, something completely else. I was, I needed a a stress outlet really badly. 
And I found this basement gym that was kind of a hole in the wall and they had, they were teaching aerobics and this is, I'm older than dirt. So this is back in the eighties. Don't call me older than dirt. Well, I don't know how old you are, (laughs) but I was doing aerobics too. (laughs) Awesome. All right. I'm 59 by the way. Um, so anyway, so I, you know, it was just like straight up normal, nothing special aerobics. This is before step aerobics was even really around, I think, although I love that later. Really just jumping um, up and down and moving your arms and kicking. Yeah, yeah and we were all grapevine yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, great mm-hmm. music and all that stuff. And it just really that that whole thing of movement, I, I really fell in love with. And so as I've come along um, sort of in in fitness over all those years, I discovered that I really liked the community aspect of it. So I really got into group exercise and stuff like that. And I saw like what a really great instructor can, can achieve both in terms of getting you to do more than you thought you could and in creating an environment that is just so incredibly energizing, like no dance club could match it, you know? Um, and I just, I found the whole, the whole thing really captivating. Um, I did not actually get into rowing until much later. So that was all in college. Then I moved to South America. I was doing other things. We did actually put on a, an aerobics conference there with some Brazilians who are the kings and queens of aerobic exercise. They are so good at it. I so did just dancing. It. Are you kidding? It's in the culture. I did a um, a mountain bike stage race there, which was amazing. But the oh, after wow. party. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. It was an eight day stage race. And the after party that went until 4 a.m., lots of caparinas mm-hmm. drank. Um, just like everybody's dancing and they're just grabbing you and dancing. And like, they're just, it's such a, it's amazing. And the they're all great amazing. at it. Uh, they're all great at it. Yeah. Yeah. They're all great. Yeah. Oh, what a country. I, I absolutely love it there. I went to, yeah. I was there for carnival once and same kind imagine. of thing. We, uh, fortunately I was in my twenties. Thank God. I don't think I would have survived it now. But yeah, we it was all night and we got to go to the the final thing in the stadium in Rio and it was literally it started at 8 8 p.m. and it ended at 6 a.m. And I have uh, no doubt. Oh, yeah. No, we had to. I mean, this could go way far, but like we literally I mean, we just finished this crazy, very hard stage race, dance and drink all night, see the sunrise. And then we have mm-hmm. to drive six hours across the, the country to get to our flights the next day. Oh my gosh. I sat there and just was like keeping our driver awake the whole time. I'm like, this is how we all die. You know, so I'm just like, <laughs> all right, we're going to talk. I'm from Amish country. Let's talk about the Amish, Peter. Like we were just talking about anything just to stay awake. But anyway, so anyway, we, we, we digress. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, if, since we're on this subject, I might as well go ahead and give you the background of how I got into rowing. I, well, didn't I was going to ask that. <laughs> get, I didn't actually get interested in it. I tried it once. I'm from St. Louis originally, and now I live in Northern Michigan. Um, but I tried it once in St. Louis or maybe twice at my Bally Total Fitness. Also, So like an indoor day. rowing. It was down, a machine. Yeah, yeah rowing machine. Okay. Um, and didn't get it. I was like, what is this all about? I was like, this is boring. I'm sliding back and forth on this thing nothing really in particular is happening. You know, how soon can I get off of it? Because yuck, which mm-hmm. is why I totally understand why you were not immediately smitten with it. I know um, my, my, my cohort, Catherine's like, Oh, you should really talk to Sarah. I'm like, rowing, <laughs> but I know people really like it and I'm open-minded. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my, my answer to that is you just, you need to find the way to use it that you like it. And what people, what people miss out on is all the ways there are to actually use it. They don't understand how much variety it can actually have and how you can incorporate other stuff into it. So that's what I'm going to 
we'll get into that. But how did you finally become fall in love with the rower? Well, because I moved here to the middle of nowhere in Michigan and I joined a gym and the gym was all about it. And the woman who owned the gym was, she was a former um, national team on water rower. Absolutely loved the rowing machine, which is not that common in on water rowers. On water rowers tend to not like it because they live and die by their times on it, which is no fun at all. Right. Uh, but she was all about making it fun. And she had a group class that was really fun. It was challenging, but it was fun. You know, we'd laugh and all that stuff, great music. There was lots of variety. Um, and then she ran challenges and the challenges were great. You know, there's a concept two has a challenge. They run every year from March to April. That's all about just getting as many meters as you can. And it was a whole, the whole community got behind it, you know, and I got pulled into that by one of the members and found a home basically. And as an endurance person, it was great because it was like, how many meters can you rack up? And it just became a competition and, but a super friendly, fun one, you know, and, and that's kind of how I fell in love with it. Then I lost a bunch of weight doing it and that was awesome. So, you know, I liked it because of that. And since then, the reason I've really, I, I, I fell in love with it, not just for myself, but for other people is I've seen the changes that people can make when they get on this machine. They find themselves again, very, very often they come back from injury or they discover their inner athlete that they never knew they had. Um, you know, runners really love this machine because after a while, their knees and their hips, especially as they get to our age, right? Their knees and their hips are like, mm, you're not doing this as much anymore. And then they're still looking for that outlet that gets their energy, their adrenaline up, that gets their heart rate up and all that stuff. Well, you can do that on the rowing machine without killing your body. And so um, it's awesome for that. Absolutely awesome for that. So I loved it first for me. And I still love it for me, definitely, but I really love it now for what I think it makes possible for other people. It's just, I, I don't know that there's another machine that quite fits that bill. So do you do, do you also do outdoor rowing? Are you all mm -hmm. in? Do I do, but show? I live in the middle of nowhere in Northern Michigan. So I know where you, I know our, where our summer is like, you know, spikes up there too. Yeah. yeah our summer is you know, th three months at best. So there isn't, yeah. there just isn't a lot of time. And also the other thing about rowing on the water that's challenging is it's so much time. You know, you gotta, you gotta get to the water, which is not far from here, but you gotta get there. You gotta get your boat down, oars down, you know, uncovered right. Right. Uh, in the water, right. do your thing, come back and put it all away. That adds that getting out and getting in. That's half adds a day. An hour. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. and it's super early, which is the other thing. I'm not the biggest, I'm not the greatest early bird in the world for exercise. Yeah. And the older I get, the worse I get about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty good at the 6 a.m. workout. Not anymore. So I, so let's, let's go back to some of the techniques and the events and, and, you know, the ways that we can use this machine, because I, I was very honest that I sit down at the rower, like I might the dentist chair, you know, <laughs> just like, okay, how long do I have to be here? And anything that we can do to dull the pain? Because I, I, you know, I, and I've only ever done it in a CrossFit setting. Um, okay. You know, like that's my, but it just doesn't, I'm not, it, it's interesting when you were talking because when you, when you talked about aerobics and then you talked about finding this sort of electric atmosphere in this, this woman's class, you know, it reminds me of spinning. Like people hated mm -hmm. stationary bikes, right? Like who the heck would sit on one and now everyone's got a Peloton 
And right. now, like, people loved spinning when it came out. It was the same thing. I mean, you're still on a stationary bike. Right. But it's just, like, all this other stuff that, that people brought to it that made it mm-hmm. um, energetic and made it satisfying in a different way than just sitting there staring at, like, a television. Right. Which I personally hate. I There are lots of people who say, oh, I just throw on a movie and row. And personally, I can't stand doing that. That's just it's like, it's neither here nor there. It's neither meditative and super, super slow and relaxing. Um, which is one way I, I think people miss, they don't use the rower that way ever. And they should, because it's amazing mm-hmm. for that, but it's also not like working really hard and challenging your heart rate. And what can I do? And what's, you know, so like for me, sliding back and forth, watching a movie, uh, I would rather watch paint dry. That's just not my thing. Used to be, I used to, I used to do a lot of endurance. Like I have rode a million meters in a month. I've done wow. a 24 hour row on the rowing machine. I've done a hundred thousand oh meters God. in one day. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that outside of my bike. And I like, I can't even, I can't imagine how you don't fall asleep at two thirty. It's just, in the it's a, it it's a mental thing. Yeah. You know, well, it always, you whenever you do find, anything for 24 hours, it's a mental yeah, thing. Yeah. M- way more than physical. So, um, Okay, let me let let's let's establish something. So, do you think that a lot of people do not a have proper form or know what they're doing on it, and that is part of the problem? So, let's sort of establish that, and then let's talk about like those different workouts and the different ways that you can apply yourself on the machine that you think are good for, particularly this audience. Yeah. So, I think that um, a couple things. I think yes, it is important to know how to row as best you can, but it's also we as rowers, as trainers, um, I think rowers in particular, overcomplicated. It does not have to be this massively hard thing. Um, you know, can you make it super complicated? Yes, absolutely. But are the fundamentals very simple? Absolutely. We have a, we have a video out now. Um, I can give you the link to it if you want that teaches you how to row in literally two minutes. It's a very quick sequence of how to do it. And that's really all you need. So um, you know, we, we talk about it in terms of a pyramid and the fundamentals are at the bottom. And then, and you can learn that stuff, the, the, the first parts of it in 10 or 15 minutes, you know, and then you spend the rest of your life, just like golf. It's very much like golf in this mm-hmm. way. You can spend the rest of your life perfecting it because everybody's always working on their rowing stroke, just like they're always working on their golf stroke. You know, it's the same or idea swimming. or swimming. Absolutely. So you know, it's just about, can you get the basics down so you can start to understand the benefits of it? Um, and you can do that really quickly. You don't have to get overwhelmed by too much information and all this stuff. And actually, at You Can Row 2, we're kind of on a mission about that because we really think that it has become this massively overcom- overcomplicated thing. And, you know, you as a cyclist, I'm sure you can appreciate the data nerds and the people who are just all about let's add all the complication we can to it because that's what makes it fun for us. But to the newbie, they're like, I am out. Let me go just take a walk, find something simple. I'm going to go sit on that spin bike because at least I can do that. Like, you know, so we want to get as many people coming into this and at least trying it as we can. And we think the first piece of that is just to keep it as simple as possible because that's all you need anyway. You know, you can add on, we'll layer on all the complexity you want, but let's do that progressively over time and let's set you up to succeed right out of the gate. So you see some positive results right out of the gate. So let's, let's go back a little bit on that though. So, um, is there a fundamental 
technique that people like if I was to walk in tomorrow and I had never been in, can I just sit down and do the thing? Or is there anything Mm -hmm. like just a very basic thing I should know? Is there any the very basic thing you should know is this mantra. When you're up at the at the front of the machine, which is called the catch, that position is called the catch. It's legs first, Mm -hmm. then you swing your body, then you pull in with your arms. And then going back, it's the opposite. Arms, swing your body, legs. Gotcha. That's it. Legs, body, arms, arms, body, legs. And the other thing I would say is that the um, all the work is getting done on the push. It's a push, not a pull. So all the work is getting done on the push. So that's like a one. And then you take your time coming back. That's your rest. Mm. You get to rest every single stroke. So it's like a one to two ratio, one to three even. Mm-hmm. So don't be in a rush to get back up to the beginning because all it doesn't matter what machine you're on. All the work is getting done on that push. That's it. Hmm. Then you can okay. get way more complicated after that. There's a million right. other refinements you can make from there. But just that part, the legs, body, arms, arms, body, legs piece of it is going to get you a long way towards at least understanding what it's like and appreciating what it feels like pushing with your legs, remembering it's a push, not a pull. Yep. You're nine tenths of the way there just with yeah. that. No. And I like that recovery piece. Cause I think people mm-hmm. get kind of frenetic about it. Yeah. And it doesn't do it. It doesn't do you a bit of good. We have a master instructor who says it's like speeding to get to a red light. It doesn't help you at all. <laughs> I like that. Take your time. I, I think Take I that. relate to that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like to tell people too, that you you've earned those meters on the drive as you've pushed out, you've earned those meters there. Take them. Don't be in a rush to, you know, get rid of them. Let the, let the flywheel or the water, you know, whatever the magnet, whatever it is spin so that you can, you can take advantage of those meters you've already earned on the push. Right. Right. And the ideally, which does kind of remind me of swimming is that you want to get distance for each stroke, like a Mm -hmm. a longer distance. Right. Right. So let yourself, you've earned that as you've pushed out. So don't be in a rush to to shorten it up, you know? Absolutely. And then what are some of the, I mean, I don't think when you mentioned sort of the relaxation element, I don't think most people think of it that way, especially since it is usually like, okay, go like, right. You know, get whatever you can for two minutes and then run to do this and then uh, back, you exactly, know, especially in exactly. the way they do well, those Yeah, and, and who wouldn't hate it if that's the only way they ever see how to use this machine? Or they're told you're gonna sit down like CrossFitters who had a who had a marathon pulled on them out of nowhere at the CrossFit games <laughs> back a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who wouldn't hate that, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, but it, the thing is, it can be really a meditative thing. Like um, I used to do a thing, everybody laughs at me when I tell them this, but it's true. I used to do a thing where I um, will, I will like turn the lights off, put a mm. candle on and like some soft jazz or something like that, some relaxing music. And I just get into the flow of the machine and I'm not, am I You're sweating? making yes. me think about rowing, Sarah. <laughs> I love it. It's working. I know that was your goal. And I'm just like, oh, that sounds nice. (laughs) It's great. It's great. And you just, you know, I used to do this with my business partner who was that, who was the woman who owned that gym actually. Um, But, you know, we would, we would row in sync. Hearing our flywheels do the exact same thing for half an hour, 45 minutes or something. We would not exchange a single solitary word. Not one. We would just be doing our thing. And when you get into that meditative place, you got to let yourself get there is the thing. Mm -hmm. You can't be like a minute in. Okay. I'm waiting for this to feel awesome. 
it takes longer than that. Just like everything, right? You got to warm up. It's the same thing with biking for me anyway. Um, But once you get there, it's so calming, which, you know, for me thinking about like, for me in menopause, you know, managing cortisol gets harder and all that stuff. Yep. I really have to manage my stress. And that is one of the, one of the ways that I love to do that when I'm really just, just out there. Or we did a workout this morning, actually, we're, we're testing a new program and I have this class of women who are 70 plus mostly. And we did a, it had a minute of rest in it. And I said, okay, instead of just like walking around your space, cause it's, it's an online class, we're actually going to get on the machine and we're going to row so lightly that if I told you that we were going to do this, like for the rest of the day, you would be bored. You'd be like, oh my gosh, no, I need to add some intensity here. Cause I'm not doing anything. It was literally a recovery minute. Like I told him, you got to go a minute slower than you would normally on your split, on your split for 500. And it was great. And they did it and they loved it. So light, like so light, but yeah. it's really fun to explore all the levels of intensity that you can have on this machine. Cause everybody thinks it's like all go hard. Right. And it is good, you know, to give the machine it's due. It is good for high intensity interval work. Oh, heck yeah. They'll be doing that Friday. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> My class. <laughs> oh yeah. I do it all the time, but it's just, it, it has a range. What I like to say about it is it meets you where you are and it takes you as far as you want to go. Yeah. So for example, there's a group of women um, called, there's a group called recovery on water in Chicago. They row on the water, but they also do a lot of indoor stuff and they're all breast cancer survivors. Mm -hmm. So they use it for recovery, literally Mm -hmm. for recovery. And as one of our masters who's done a lot with, with breast cancer survivors says, you know, you might get out on a walk. If you're a cancer patient, for example, you're going to go X distance and you realize when you're at the far point of that walk that you can't go anymore that your body has decided it's done. Well, if you're on the rowing machine in your basement, that's fine. Cause you just get up and you're done, you know? So right. it, that's really nice too, for, for people who, for example, who are dealing with illness or they're, or they're coming back to fitness after a long time away, like maybe they spent COVID on the couch um, and they're coming back to, they, it, they can just do what they're able to do and then they can get off. Right. No right. big deal, you know? And so it's great for that too. Yeah. And you, you did a post, um, on your Instagram on the unique benefits for uh, mm-hmm. rowing at like 50 plus. And, mm-hmm. you know, it is interesting, like menopause intersects with midlife. So there's definitely overlap here. But I mean, one of it was talking about like 80% of your muscles worked, you know, which I thought was was super yeah. interesting. Like what, and, and I hadn't thought about the cortisol piece, which you mentioned in, in taking care of some of that, mm-hmm. that, that stress. Are there other um, benefits you think that are specific to this audience? Oh yeah, I do think so because um I think that we I think there's a couple things. So first of all, it's safe. And I think I find that the older people get, the more they're concerned about, you know, can I exercise safely? Um and for 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 this audience in particular, um I do feel like, you know, when you run into not being able to do high impact stuff as much anymore, this is such a good alternative. And I think that the other piece of that that people miss is it can also prolong your time of being able to do that high impact thing. Mm. So for example, if you're a runner and you're starting to realize, which is what happened to me, I used to love to run on the treadmill actually, but you know, I did love to run. I know it's crazy. Um, but you know, my hips and my knees were like, yeah, you're not doing this as much anymore. Well, I realized that if I could mix in some rowing workouts, which are non-impact into that, 
I could actually still continue to run a couple days a week, at least, you know, I couldn't run five days a week anymore, but it gave me a lot more time to be able to continue to do that thing. So I think it's really great for that. Um, it's great for, um, as you said, it's great. It is great for high intensity work and that stimulates metabolic function. And that's important as we get older as well. Um, and hip and ankle mobility for anybody who starts to worry about that, which really should be all of us as we get, as we age. It's really important for balance. I don't think people understand how important that is for exactly for balance and proprioception and all of that comes from Mm -hmm. our foundation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you get a lot of, you know, it is, you know, it is a repetitive motion. So in one workout, you get a lot of opportunities to work that stuff. It's funny you say that because I was actually talking to a, to a balance fall expert once. And he said he loved the rowing machine for that reason, that it just, it it is so much mobility work that you don't even think about. Yeah. And of course, you know, if you're into endurance, it can be great for endurance. And there are ways to keep it interesting that we can definitely talk about. But, you know, we do have to start worrying about cholesterol, heart disease, all that stuff. As we get older, heart disease is a really big issue for women. Um, And, you know, I'll be honest, even if you do uh, do a lot of stuff in fitness and even if you have a great diet, some of that stuff can start to catch up with you eventually just because of genetics. Well, yeah, because you're human. I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, it's great for, it's great for all of those things. Um, and you can also, um, it has been shown that you can build strength. Well, you know, you can build strength on it, but you can build your bone density and you can also use it for power work, which is something that, you know, those quick intervals where you are coming in, pushing out quickly and, and working on that speed that does help you work power. And that's something that also we need to work more just like balance as we get older and people tend to forget about it. They think strength is the same thing as power. It's not, it's not, it's work over time. So that explosive Mm -hmm. power is, and that is a, you know, we tell people like, I like jumping exercises, but not everyone's going to be doing jumping exercises. Right. And, and uh, it is a good way to work explosively, if not plyometrically. Exactly. And they will, like my ladies, for example, none of them want to jump anymore. Most, almost none of them really want to do any more like jumping squats or anything like that, but they'll all do a quick push off off their feet, which gets them something very similar in terms of, in terms of benefit. They're not moving their body weight, but still it's, it's still a good move and it still helps them develop that, that quick reaction, you know, and that power that's really important. And I like that you brought up bone because a lot of people, and and I would like to take another minute to sort of squash this myth. um, A lot of people have this in their head because it sort of was what we were taught years and years ago that if it's not impact, it's not building bone. And that's, that's not true. You know, I've had on a couple bone specialists and I've written on this a bunch of times for this audience, Mm -hmm. anything that stresses your bone and put, you know, when you have like muscles pulling on the bone in different directions and stuff that is that is building your bone that is stimulus to build your bone there you know as the doctors i had on said there is no exercise that does not build bone you know and and so definitely i think the rowing um because we don't put that much stress on our upper body often in the things that we do it seems to be a really good stimulus for that yeah, I think definitely because that, you know, that pulling motion um would would definitely do that and and obviously the pushing with your legs. Um there is one there is at least one study, there may be more that talks about bone density specifically in rowers and how it is built up. You know, is it as good as as actually, you know, doing a weighted squat or something like that? No. 
Um, but for people who don't want to do that, who, um, and, and don't want to add that work in, it's still, you know, it's still something and it's still definitely beneficial. And that's the other thing I'll say, you know, I think for, you know, one of the things I like to tell people is they get this idea in their head about rowing or anything else, honestly. Um, and I feel like it happens as we get older, because we obviously, the older we get, the more sort of present we are with the idea that fitness matters for our health, as opposed to just our general enjoyment or whatever. But, you know, as we get these diagnoses, as we get older and stuff, we start to think it, it becomes more front and center important. And COVID has certainly brought that alive as well. Um, there is no, if, if you won't do the workout, there's, it's not the right workout for you. Like it's just because somebody says, Oh, you need, you need to be doing sprint intervals on the rowing machine. And that's, what's really going to like transform your body or whatever. Not if you're not going to do it on a regular basis, who cares? You know, like, you know, you didn't like it in CrossFit. I understand. And you know, it's like, here, get on this machine and kill yourself for the next two minutes. Well, of course he didn't love rowing as a result. Like, you know, it's super important to find the way on this machine or anything else to, to do it so that you will do it continually. You know, not, do you have to do it every day? No, absolutely not. But you know, you got to find a way that you'll get into a rhythm and be consistent with it, whatever it is. So I say that to people about rowing, you know, if sprint intervals aren't your thing, don't do them you know, let's keep talking until we find a way that you like it. And if, and ultimately, if you don't like it, any of the ways it's okay, we can still be friends. Like you, <laughs> yeah, can, right. you can totally get back on your bike and we'll go yeah. for a bike ride. And, you know, I'm just not coming with you on an eight stage. Mountain bike race across Mountain Brazil. Bike race in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no I won't be after. with you for 24 hours either, but like, you know, <laughs> I, I could get into that candlelight thing. Yeah. Like, I think that's, I was down with that. I think I could do that. You try it. I'm telling you, it's fun. It's amazing. Yeah, no, that is, that is, that's pretty cool. And it it makes me, but maybe I'm just not aware of it. Are there classes? Like, are there rowing class, like classes? Yeah, where I there's... teach one three days a week. Yeah. What is oh, that? Yeah. Okay. You can do, you can do them online. Like, as you know, mine is live three days a week online. We have, we actually have a whole platform at You Can Row 2 of on-demand rowing workouts. Um, and they are typically either rowing only or um, the one that I teach for the most part is on and off the machine doing intervals. So you'll row for a certain amount of time. You'll get off and do strength moves of some sort, get back on that kind of thing. And there's just there is so much opportunity for variety in that it's crazy um, because you can vary what you're doing on the machine. Obviously there are literally infinite options to vary what you're doing off the machine, how much time you're spending on each, how you put it together. We have a workout. Um, I have a book called 101 best rowing workouts and there's one in there that has a rowing warm up. Then it's pure strength in the middle. It's three or four rounds or something of strength moves. Then you get back on for a different rowing interval at the end and you're done, you know? So, um, and I, I like it all. I, as I've gotten older, um, too, I've gotten much more uh, strength training has become much more important to me, just like I think it should be for all of us. Um, you know, I used to be purely aerobics. I used to be purely, you know, endurance, get on the rowing machine and kind of go basically at the same pace for an hour or two. Uh, that's not really my thing anymore. First of all, I don't have that kind of time anymore right. um, running a business and stuff. Um, but also it's just not that interesting to me. So, you know, like kind of to my point from before, I have to keep it interesting. And 
Um, so for me, adding in the strength moves and seeing those benefits and, and, you know, I have no intention of sort of going quietly into the night as I get older. You know, my thing is how can I get better at what I'm doing and how can I continue to do all the things that I love living up here in this very outdoorsy, beautiful part of it's the upper peninsula of Michigan. So we have all kinds of outdoor stuff we can do all year. You know, how can I continue to do all of that stuff for as long as humanly possible, like hopefully until the day I die? That's my goal. And part of that is definitely going to be rowing, but rowing is also the vehicle to allow me to do those other things. Um, actually, I'd love to tell you a story about that because I just, this is just blew me away when she told me. So one of my students, her name is Lou, and she is 87 years old or 88, I think now. Um, and she told me it's only about six months ago or so. She said, you know, we, we did our class. She shows up three days a week with her rowing machine in her living room. Um, and she said, you know, I used to, uh, the, I love these workouts because of what they let me do off the machine, right? If I, I, they just make me so strong. And she said the day before our class, she had been shoveling gravel at her son's house for five hours. Wow. And she said, that's because I keep showing up regularly for these rowing classes that I was able to do that. And I'm like, Lou, I couldn't shovel gravel for five <laughs> hours. You are incredible. But you know, like, like I said, what's amazing about this is what it makes possible off mm -hmm. the machine and what mm -hmm. people realize they're capable of. Like, if you can do a really hard rowing workout or you can do whatever rowing workout or strength workout or whatever, what doors does that open for you outside of the gym? You know, and not just physically necessarily, but it's like, oh my gosh, well, if I could do that, maybe I could go and, I don't know, start this new business or pick up a new hobby or whatever. I don't know, you know, go speak to an audience of people about whatever I love to do. Like it, it's just that's what I love about rowing. And that's what I love about fitness too. Like it's so much more than just whatever we're doing while we're working out. A thousand percent. I mean, I think everybody is nodding along as they're hearing this because <laughs> yes, I mean that, that there's no question about that. And, and it is, you know, thinking about Lou, you know, shoveling gravel rowing is one of those unique activities that does um, integrate lower and upper body and mm -hmm. core. It, like very few things, very mm -hmm. few things do it the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why like, you know, I, I, that's why I love to tell runners to just try it because all of a sudden it's, it's just, you know, and it's so efficient because you are, like you said, it is 86% of your muscles on every stroke. It's like, you know, do you have 10 minutes? You can get a total body workout in 10 minutes. Like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know of much else that really is that, that you get that much bang for your buck. Buck. Bunk. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I don't either. See, look, you're, you're working on me, Sarah. You're working. It's working. <laughs> it's good We're going to get you there. <laughs> no, little light bulbs are going off. So, okay. So someone like me is like, okay, like I'm down. I'm interested. Like, do you, you have online classes? What, what would be my, I imagine then I could take my phone perhaps to the gym and, and do it that way. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. We have, if you wanted to learn how to row, we have a whole, we have a whole course called row now that will start you from zero and progress you over four weeks to rowing really well. Um, and to take it slowly. So we're not telling you, okay, here's how to row. Now go row for an hour or now go do that 
2000 meter race or, you know, go row super hard and kill yourself. We just don't believe in that. We believe in, like I said, progressive work over time, built over time. That's with any program that we do. Mm -hmm. Um, You could do that. You could do an on-demand class. Um, Like I mentioned, you could join my class if you wanted to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, nine Eastern. You're right, welcome. You, you need a, yes, totally. But you need a, I do not have a rowing machine here. Like you do need, but you can go to, you, you can go to the gym. Yeah. yeah. That's you what do I mean. You need a machine. Yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah. You do. But there, you know, there are so many out there now there, you know, it used to be back when I started doing this 13 years ago, it, there were two or three machines basically that were sort of the, the it ones now. Oh my gosh. If you look it up on Amazon, there's like, I don't know, 30, 40, something like that. Just it's what would one expect to pay? Okay. Well, that's a great question. So, um, so we've been exploring this a little bit, the machine that we really love because it's the gold standard and because it's, it's, it's in such demand that it's kind of a low risk investment is the concept too. That's our favorite. Um, and it used to be on the higher end. Now it's kind of the mid price machine because it's under a thousand dollars. Um, you can spend over $2,000 in on several machines and, you know, buy a monthly subscription to their workouts and all that stuff. If you want to go to that range of it. Um, what are the hallmarks of a quality machine? Like what should people actually look for? Like what features matter, I guess is what I'm asking. That's a great question. So first of all, make sure that there is enough room on it that you can actually take a full stroke so that you can actually stretch your legs out all the way lean back to about, if you're thinking of like, if you're sitting up straight, think of that as 12 lean back so that you're about it's 10 degrees or so you're back to sort of an 11 o'clock position and that you can pull the handle all the way into your, into the top of your ribs there, you know, that you've got like that much range of motion on it because a lot of them shorten that up. Um, and that just makes it hard. Some of them have a very steep incline on the rail, which is very odd. You don't want a super steep incline. Um, the concept two has a very slight one actually, but what you really want is something that's basically flat. It, it's, you want a little bit of a, of a decline or incline, depending on how you're looking at it, but not much of one. And then on the monitor, you really want to be able to see a few things. You will, you want to be able to see your split per 500, which is how long it takes you to row 500 meters. That's sort of the standard way that people look at, um, time in rowing. Um, you would like to be able to see, your distance. Um, you want to see your strokes per minute, how many strokes you're taking in a minute. Um, you know, and then from there, it's great if you can see Watts, it's great if you can see your elapsed time, just so you know, it's even better if you can set the monitor for a workout, if you can actually program a workout into it, especially if you're doing an interval workout. So like on the concept two, you can set it to have as much as 10 minutes off the machine and that, and it doesn't turn off. It keeps going, gotcha. which is, gotcha. which is great if you're doing a strength workout. Right. Um, so, you know, there is one machine that's out there that's, as, I think it's like $75 or something like that. There's another, there are some other ones that are in the 250 range. Uh, you know, you get what you pay for. There are, there are a couple, um, I can't, I'm blanking on the brands right now, but they're, that are more in the 500 range. Um, and that would be something that would be, you know, those are doable kind of, um, the other thing that I've recommended to people is if this is available to you and you're sort of willing to do it, you might want to just take the money that you, you know, take the, that 250 or those $500 or whatever, and just go buy a gym membership with, with rowing machines for that amount of time. So you can just try it out. 
Yeah. See if you like it because ultimately you'll probably, it's like a bike. Ultimately you'll probably want to spend a little bit more. You know, the nice thing about a concept too is literally you can get rid of it the same day on Craigslist for what you paid for it. If you decide you don't like it, they're very easy to sell, which is yeah. why I say it's a low risk investment. Um, but I realize that that's not in everybody's budget. That's it's just not available to everyone and that's okay. But the, the $250 machine, the problem is you get into that issue of a monitor that doesn't give you enough information to sort of help you make progress or like it. And if you can't take a full stroke, that's just, that's just not fun. And you could yeah. even get hurt potentially doing that because now you're not moving your body the right way, you know? Um, so that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that, that's good answers. And, and I, it is important because I think you can, well, I know when you start looking into something that is not your expertise, it's, it's, it's impossible to know like where to start, right. and what, what to look for. Right. So that gives people some really good benchmarks. And if anybody ever has questions, they're welcome to reach out to us on Instagram or social media or on our website or whatever. We're we'll link all that up. everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. we're, I'm happy to answer anybody's questions. Please feel, bring them. Let's, Let's get you rolling or get your questions questions answered. If you have a question about a machine, I'm happy to take a look at it and give you my thoughts. I may or may not have ever wrote on it, but I can at least, you know, like look at what's on the monitor and see if I think that it's worthwhile for that information and that kind of thing. I must confess that I have fantasized now about buying a machine. <laughs> like I, have, I have gone from the dentist chair to, huh, maybe I could get a machine in here somewhere. <laughs> Well, if you do, you can come and work out with me. That would be so fun. I'll even I'll do a separate workout just for you. We'll row together. That'd be great. Well, well, it is. I do like, um, I like variety. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's like very into, um, in these indoor cycling, you know, Zwift. I don't know how much you know about that. World, I do know about that. Yeah. I've used yeah. it. Yep. But I, but I, I am just an outside rider and it's not satisfying for me. It's mm-hmm. just not, I'm, I'm not interested in that. But something mm-hmm. like this, like I could wrap my head around that in a different way and it would serve the same cardiovascular purpose and also benefit me in ways that my bike doesn't. So I'm not like just on a, the same machine all the time, you know, on the same yeah. apparatus all the time. Yeah. And it's not like you have to do it every day. Oh, you I know, wouldn't. Do it, you know, do I, it, I, I don't. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Do it one workout a week. And the other thing is, too, the nice thing is they are portable. So. Like when I'm in the summer here, certainly not right now, as I look out my window at, at six foot snow drift, so it's not happening today, but the summers here are fantastic. I take my bike, my bike, I take my rowing machine out to my deck and I do my class from there. And, you know, it's, it's comes, breaks up into two pieces. It's moves super easy. It's really portable and, and rowing outside is lovely. Right. So that's always an option too, you know, and you could, like I say, you can decide to do that on a whim and just, you know, move it out to move it out to your front steps or whatever, and just do it there. That's what's cool about that. Excellent. Well, this has been delightful. Is there anything about rowing about any of this that you thought (laughs) uh, to talk about with this audience that we haven't covered? Um, I would say that, um, much as I love rowing, I do recommend, I recommend getting into it, finding a way to do it that you like. Um, I can give you, uh, links to our, you know, our website and some blog posts on there that would probably be helpful to give people a sense for their variety. You know, if you get a chance to row with a certified instructor or somebody who's really trained in rowing, um, I think that's a great idea. And I think you should not hesitate to ask if you're rowing with a personal trainer or, you know, a, a 
coach or something who is trying to teach you rowing, ask them if they're certified. It's important. You know, they need to know what they're doing. They need to know how to teach you well. Again, you know, I hate to say it, but it's true. The older we get, the more likely we are to get hurt. And so safety matters. Um, fun matters. You know, they need to know how to make it interesting and, and, you know, something you want to come back and do. And then I would also say, you know, I, I mentioned this, but I can't say enough good things about mixing in strength work off the machine. The rowing machine is for rowing. That is it. It is not an ab roller. It is not a, um, oh my gosh, I've seen so many crazy Instagram influencer things that they think you should be doing on a rowing machine. I'm not even going to go into it. The rowing, the seat is made to have your butt on it. Nothing else, not your feet, not your hands, nothing, just your butt. That's what you're supposed to do on a rowing machine, but get off it for sure. And do all kinds of strength moves, all kinds of mobility moves, whatever comes to mind. If you want workouts, we have a billion of them come and get them. Um, But yeah, rowing and strength, I think is really where it's at now. And especially for us as we, uh, you know, women, as we get older, we have to pay attention to our bone density. We have to pay attention to keeping our strength up because unfortunately, you know, menopause is the gift that keeps on giving. And I have definitely been through the ringer with it. I've had every symptom of it that I knew you could have and about a gazillion that I didn't know you could have. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's important that we take care of ourselves as we get into this age and, you know, rowing will stay with you literally for as long as you want to keep doing it. Like look at Lou going strong at 88. What more could you ask? <laughs> Okay, that's our show. Come back next week when I sit down with optometrist Christine Begley for a show that's all about our eyes. Yes, our hormones affect those too in more ways than you think. So join me for that one. And until then, as always, stay feisty. You've been listening to Hit Play, Not Pause a feisty menopause podcast for active performance-minded women. I'm your host, Celine Yeager. The show is edited and produced by the strong, talented, and amazing women at Live Feisty Media. Follow us on social media at Feisty Menopause. And please help us spread the word. Screenshot and share this episode on your social media channels with the tag at Feisty Menopause. Share the show with your friends. And please subscribe, like, review, and rate this show wherever you get your podcasts. Word of mouth and good reviews make it easier for other listeners to find. Thanks for listening, and as always, stay feisty. Stay feisty.